The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the truth It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who going this town tonight Hey, welcome to the show This is the Kwame Lasta Sports The Sometime Witch Show We go ahead and solidify that That's the name of the show uh, wherever you see us out and about, we here. I'm here at the studio here in Phoenix, Arizona. Great day, 73 degrees. Uh, got some golf. Got some people in t- coming in town from Kansas. So uh, got an NFL alumni meeting. Coach B, what's the word, baby? I'm in the 73 degrees weather. What, what's going on back home? What's going uh, on back east? 29 degrees when I walked outside earlier. 29. Yeah, but you ain't got to keep bringing up that stuff, man. I'm tired of hearing that, man. Man, I mean, man all of, all three of the people want to hear it. They want to know what, where we are. You well, know, they got three people live. Got two, one, one person in D.C. listening. And, and other people are, you know, probably out in Arizona listening. So we only got five listeners a day. Man, my number, the numbers are great, man. People are listening here. You know, here's the good thing about it. Here's the good thing about Voice America, Kwame Lai Sports, Sometimes Rich Show. I mean, they, they do listen, and we, we joke about it, and, you know, we really joke about it. Sometimes you serious. But <laughs> there are, are people listening, and when they don't hear it at the time because some people are – you know, here it's ten o'clock right now. Let's okay. It's ten. It's ten o four. Now, where where are you? It's twelve o'clock, right? Twelve o four. We we it's two hours. Twelve o four, my time. Okay. Some people are at lunch. Twelve o four. They could be at lunch. But the thing about it is, they check the archives. They check the yeah. archives. They go back, and and you know, it goes back to you know when we getting sponsors and stuff like that. They can see how many people listen to the show at that time or and, come back to listen to the show. And they also can um, subscribe on their iTunes. Absolutely. We are on iTunes. Yeah, we do a big out here with the Kwame Lasseter Sometime Rich Sports Show. Kwame Lasseter Sports Sometime Rich Show. However you want to say it. I, I like want to say it that way. Can, 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 can we say it that way? Sometimes Rich Sports Show. Can we say it that way? You know, I, Super Producer Ray Ellis did come to me and say, uh, you want to do a show? I mean, like, I jumped at the chance. I say, oh, I got a perfect guy. Uh, he's a clown, but I can bring him out of there. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he can be, he'd be the host, a co-host. Co-host Coach B. Yeah, but hey, so man, uh, uh, what's going on with you? You got alumni oh, um, golf tournament end of the month, right? I am emailing right now, uh, Jeff at Cutters Gloves. Man, these guys have been taking care of me for a while now. Okay. What, what, <laughs> well, I'm talking to Ryan. Sorry about that, but it's a live show. We can do what we got to do. Say what we got to say. Well, except leave out some of the cussing words you like to do. But yeah, I, I like. I got a golf tournament. NFL alumni is somewhat the Super Bowl of golf. Is at Arcadia Golf Course. I'm putting that on January 3rd. Pretty much got everything solidified. I do have room for one more group um, and three more individuals. So individually, $500 a piece. Group-wise, $2,500. You get a celebrity with your group. You never know. It could be me if your team good enough. It could be Larry Sanders. It could be Frank Sanders. It could be Lamar Thomas. It could be uh, Dave Craig. It could be Rob Fredrickson, Rob Moore. It could be Michael Banks. We got, we got quite a few Rich guys. Britt. It could be Rich Britt. Could be Coach B. 
That's I'm, it, baby. I'm going to put you with four four ladies because they're going to help you out because they get to move. Their tee box is up some. So that's yeah, they probably, yeah. They'll probably put me in the position I need to be in. Yeah, position you need to be in. That's funny. No, pun, no pun intended. In the no. golf tournament. No pun intended. But the winner of this golf tournament, <laughs> all expense paid to Maui, Hawaii. Well, Maui. Everybody gets the all, whole, all five whole of four them. Four of them gets to go to Maui? All five of them because you got a celebrity. Celebrity gets to go too. Oh, that'd be an awesome weekend for somebody then. I, yeah, I'm trying to do a big, man. I'm trying to put my, put a stamp on some things here and there, man. But you know what? It, it, it's. It's the NFL, NFL alumni, Arizona chapter. You know, you can. That's how you do, dog. That's how you do. You know, you try to do it big on everything. I, you I'm do trying to do it big. It need to bring in some funds, though. So you got to bring some revenues in. But it's right now. It's on pace. It's on pace to do some things. You got to stick to it. Stay on the grind. Um, well, that's what I got, man. Right now, that's coming up in the near future. I'm also going to Lake Havasu playing this uh, charity basketball game in February. Uh, but I do know you may be applying for the job, or if you already applied. Mount Vernon High School, is that what it was? Yeah, I applied for the job at Mount Vernon High School. Uh had my interview on Friday. How'd that go? It was a great interview. Uh learning experience for me. Um You didn't embarrass me though when you was talking, did you? No, nah, I didn't embarrass you, baby. Okay. I didn't embarrass you. you know Mount Vernon Gold Majors, baby. <laughs> uh we uh a nine person panel. Uh sat there for about forty five minutes to an hour. Oh, I would have loved that. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a learning experience for me. Um and you know, I was the first candidate of nine um, so, you know, everybody else would have to step above, well beyond a call of duty, above me to make an impression over what I made the first, being the first person to go, you know? Let me ask you something um, before you continue. Would you rather be the first guy and set the bar real high, or you rather come in and leave them with the outstanding, um, you know, interview and say, that's our guy? That's the, the last guy we had, that's our guy. Or would you rather be that first guy to think everybody else to come in after him has to compare to what he just did? Uh, well, I would like to be the first guy. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that I was the first guy. That means, you know, I was the only alumni to apply for the position. Oh, sweet. And with that being said, me setting the bar that high um, would make everybody else not only bring their A game, uh-huh. they would have to bring some extra to the table because I brought my A game and I brought the fact that I am an alumni to the table. Okay. So if you're going to come, then you better come correct. Well, and you know, Julie's telling me right now humility, and I had my humility when I was went in there. I didn't, and there's a lot of other things I could have done to to boast myself. But it, again, it's not about me; it's about the kids. And um, you know, again, it's just a simple fact where I want to be at my alma mater, and I want to to take it to the next level, and that's the only thing I want to do. So. Do you think you being an alumni has a um, any advantage over the rest of the guys, the other eight guys? Well, I think it should, Quam, because the reason why is because, you know, no one, it's like you going back to Ferguson. Okay? I didn't go to Ferguson for one, so when I go back, they're going to laugh at me. I went to Minchville High School. You're you in the same, you in the same um, I don't, I've been there at Ferguson for years. I don't know why, but anyways. Uh-huh. Um, if you go back to your high school and, you, you know, you come, you bring a little extra flair to that school. You know what I'm saying? Because you're an alumni. You love that school. That school, that school helped um, mold Kwame Lasseter. You know, I, I, with the teachers, with the administration, with your with your with your classmates. You know, for me in my high school, yeah. my high school and myself, we're a very tight knit group. Uh-huh. You know, you know, we hang out all the time around here. You know, there's always a function for Mount Vernon. You know, being an alumni, I'm a, and being the only alumni to, be, to even try to get the job in the last twenty some odd years means a lot because it shows the kids that are in school now that we love Mount Vernon. That you know, Mount Vernon takes precedent over a lot of other things. 
You know what? Um, I, I hear you. I asked you that question because uh, we're going to uh, Pete Carroll's and, and his leaving USC and all the coaches that played there that's now playing in the NFL or coach, I'm sorry, coaching in the NFL. Um, is there advantage going to that school because you know the program? But my high school did ask me to interview for the job. They said, we've, we've been losing so bad for the past few years in, uh, at Midgeville that it's it's almost embarrassing, man. It's almost like these guys are not competing, but that has to do with the community as well. Uh, some right. teachers don't go to school to teach. Some teachers go to hang out in the teacher's lounge. Uh, some kids, some schools, the kids are not a premium. And you go back to the community, like I said, that some now there are gangs. You're not reaching out outside of the school to go talk to these kids, get these kids, show these kids that the gang you want to be in is that A-B honor roll gang, that 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 gang, that Nick group that you will never forget, guys, that you play with gangs. Because if right. you're in a gang outside, and we're going to get into our sports, this is real life talk, but if you're in that gang and gang as we know it, you're not going to remember those guys living. You're going to remember those guys doing time in jail. You're going to remember those guys um, dead somewhere. It could have right. been you, and if you're able to change someone's life as far as that, and that's what teachers, and, and that's what I would be as a coach. I'm not just going to coach and run X's and O's and try to win football games. Obviously, that guy has to take place, but I want to reach out to the community and bring those kids back to make them feel like a winner. If you're losing the whole time, you have and you think that's the your uh, all in, the end of all, you're not going to have anything to play with. You're not going to really want to be in a uh, be on that team because you feel like the necessary monies are out there that you can get real quick. You don't see the light at the end of the tunnel where, okay, I'm, I may be good at this game. I may be able to go to school uh, for free on the next level, which would be college, junior college, division one, at any level of college. But these guys got to know as coaches and, and, and on the high school level, you just can't do the X's and O's. You got to make sure these guys are buying into wanting to be at school, wanting to be – different guys i'm not gonna say role models because there's different role models uh of what you want your kid to be or who you want your kid to see so you have to want to do that as a coach not guys. only not only do you have to build a championship team on the field you got to build a championship team off the field absolutely these, these guys these guys um, um okay let me go because you gonna keep talking on me these guys um like i that, you hit the nail on the head and that's a great point off the field you have to be like your parents uh, told you you had to be scared to do something to get in trouble because you know that I may get I may when I get home I'm gonna get it like off the field as far as uh, what you were saying and I agree with you 100 percent you got to be a champion off the field you got on an off season when we're not playing football games you got to carry yourself and, and and establish some type of some type of uh, martyr that like this guy plays for a uh, coach Britt's team he, he look how he's carrying himself this is how he has his guys all year round well, not just that too. You also got to understand that you know you got to tell the kids that they, they, they play football from August to November, you know, and state championships and all that. Right. First part of December, but then you also got to support your basketball team too. You also got to support your softball team, your baseball team, your track team. Everybody in one accord at Mount Vernon should support everybody because it is Mount Vernon High School. It's not a, it's not Mount Vernon High Football School. It's Mount Vernon High School. Great point, man. You know, Great and point. not only that, then you know you get the kids within Mount Vernon. To fall in the fact that you you gotta love the majors, you have to love to be there. Right. Yeah, you have to get school. School is number one priority. You come in there to get education. Yeah, that, but, but that, then you also gotta start at the middle schools that's feeding the Mount Vernon. Let them understand because hey, I want to go to Mount Vernon. I want to be in that atmosphere. I want to 
be around winners. I want to be around positive people. I want to be around good people who's going to look out for me and and not only um, give me education, but catapult me to that next level in life. We're making me a better person, female right. and male, and then just let them know that you know there is life is better than what you may live around. Yeah. Don't make excuses about your surroundings. When you go to school, is when everything that's at home or in your community mm-hmm. should be left at home and in your community. And when you go to school, you can you that you that better yourself as an individual. Well, man, I, hey, I hope you get the job because I think you do a great job at it. Uh, not just football, but. You know, instilling different values in our kids. Hey, when we come back, this is the Quamalas of the Sports Sometimes Root Show. We're going to talk about Pete Carroll. We're going to talk about the Rooney Rule, uh, which is a joke. We're going to also talk about uh, a little football. Also, Mark McGuire. We'll be back on the Quamalas of Sports Sometimes Root Show. Two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No Holds Bart. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, president and CEO of the wellness community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports welcome back Kwame last the sports sometimes rich show we we left off talking about uh what coach b and myself had going going on i had the tournament he interviewed for the job at mount vernon high school we talk about some life skills you want to bring to kids uh, a whole lot of a whole lot of things not just being a football coach but being a kid being in a kid's life as a life's coach put him involved with different things in the organization all right when we're going to yep. talk about it uh 
You know what I do want to talk about, man? This is this is kind of it all ties into each other. This is uh, the Rooney Rule, uh, where Rooney Rule. And here's the Rooney Rule. First of all, Super Producer Ray Ellis. I'm still waiting on my coffee. Now, here's the Rooney Rule. You have to interview. I'm not sure it's my African American coach, or more say than a minority coach who can be anything if you're not white. Right. That's they call it minority. Right. Uh, but if you really want to do the minority and the majority stuff, then you have you got to really change the name of that. All right. Now, well, no, I take that back because in that area, in the football arena, that part of it, it that they are minorities. They are minorities. So you have to interview one before you can hire a um, uh, your coach that you want. Okay. Right. Now, now let me let me run a scenario by you. I I um I'm the owner of a team. And um, you, my boy. Everybody know you, my boy. Everybody know oh, Quam and Rich. They cool. If, uh, and Rich coaching somewhere else. Uh, if anybody gonna get the job, it's gonna be Rich. But right. I have to, I have to hire I have to hire a um a white uh, coach. I mean, I, I have to interview a white coach before you can even get the job. Okay, so I go through the process. There's no, I don't have any good spirits or anything about it. I'm just doing it so I can go ahead and give you the job. But I'm hiring him. Well, I'm interviewing him. Okay, interview done. All right. Next day, I give you the job because that's who I was going to get a job to anyway. But the rule, the laws, the Rooney rules said you must hire, interview a minority um, coach, African-American coach, minority coach, uh, before you can, when the job is available. And I want to know your opinion on that. Do you agree with that? Because is, is I, I, Seattle did it with Pete Carroll. They knew they wanted Pete Carroll. And... Um, they knew they wanted this guy, but they had to hire. They had to interview a minority coach. But it, it was it was more of a token. Let's do this, get it out the way, so we can't be fined by the NFL. If you really don't care about being fined, you just take pay the fine and keep it on. But you don't want that image of other teams or other other people who buy your tickets. Uh, your your colleagues looking at you differently. I might be rambling on with that, but you get the gist of what I'm saying. Yeah. Is there is there a real need for a Rooney rule. It shouldn't be that I have to do this anyway, but it is what it is. All and right. I, and let me let me say this before you go. I have a true luck. True luck, you on air? True luck. True luck, you on air? Of course I'm here, baby. What's up, everybody? Hey, no, man. We t- What's up, man? We're we talking about the Rooney rule, but uh, Coach B is about to uh, add his taste on it. And, you can, and if you got anything to say about it, I'll give you the, the floor, the mic after that. Co- All right. Coach B, what you think about that, man? Well, my first of all thought is, you know, who really wants to be a token interview, number one? Um, you know, technically, like like in this particular case, let's just go back last year to the San Francisco 49ers when they fired um, the head coach they had then, Mike Nolan. Because uh, Mike Singletary was already on staff, they didn't have to interview a, a, like a Caucasian coach. Right. Um, now, this incident here with them firing Mora, they already knew who they wanted to hire in Pete Carroll. They already had that, I don't care what Pete Carroll says, but they'd already had that conversation mm-hmm. within the week of them thinking about firing Jim Moore. What happened is they didn't even bring in an African-American coach or they interviewed one that was already on staff just to interview him. Now, we don't know what happened there, and they say they, they didn't, people are saying they didn't apply, the, the, uh, they didn't um, do the Rooney rule, right. but we don't really know if they did or not. But as a black coach, I mean, yes, it's an, interview, it's an interview opportunity for me to get my name in the public that this team want to interview me. Oh, so but honestly, okay. So you saying um, 
as a black coach, you it, you put your name in the circulation, but just to be mentioned as he did, he was one of the coaches up for a head coaching job. So that's probably the extent of what is going to happen. Other than Dungy, uh, we we have a handful of guys that's, that's coaching, African-American coaches that's coaching now. Right. But you're saying just the interview process, just put your name out there? Yeah, if, you, if everybody's going to put my name out there, then, you know, really, why am I going to go and do a interview when the second they say Jim Moore has been fired, then in the same announcement, in the same – Breaking news, Pete Carroll's been offered the job. Well, Mike Shanahan got the job in uh, Washington. Did they interview anybody for that job? No, they didn't. Well, well how does that apply? Unless, how, unless they interviewed um, Greg Blatch, who was a defensive coordinator, or well, Sherman Lewis. Right. Now, and no one knows that. Again, they didn't say they officially interviewed him. Again, the Seattle might have just interviewed somebody on staff. No, that interview that that interview has to be known. You, you don't hide anything like that. I'm going to go okay. get the true okay. luck. True luck. Again, Again, what I'm saying is that we don't know. I wouldn't personally want to be a token interview on a job I knew I wasn't going to get. Right, because you go to them and say, am I really a candidate for this job, or is this just apply with the rule? Now, right. I don't see no harm in answering it, asking that question and getting a straight-up forward answer. True. I don't, I don't understand it. I just, For me personally, I wouldn't do it. True luck. What you I'd got? Be like, thank you, but no thanks. Yeah, I'm ready. Just let me know. You, yeah, what you got on that? I, what's your opinion on that? The Rooney Rule and uh, and African Americans or minority coaches being interviewed for the sake of saying they're being interviewed, maybe to get their name out there, or are they real candidates for the job? They are real candidates. I, I think a lot of people are, have the misconception as if they're not. But the thing is, is that yes, you know, things are harsh, and, and people are used to seeing a certain type of coach, whether that's white or just anyone other than the black coach. I do understand this. Is I, I love to say this all the time. It's because pride comes before fall. So it does not make a difference. Is that if you are hungry, you will go after it. It doesn't make a difference how many doors close. You are staying in the loop. Because if you are a coach, just like you're a player, you keep going. You keep going. So and then when that door opens, that will be that door for you. You saying pride before fall? So you say this guy don't put your pride in the way, take this job. I, I think a lot that's, of these guys. That, that's right. Because well, I mean, what happens is, is people say, "No, I'm not going to get it." So you're, you're already you're already closing the door before you can even open it. Right. Well, the door is already closed when you know it is. The door has been closed for a long time now. This but, rule. Listen. This this. They, this room, this room just, been in just, effect. Think, just think if Tony Dungy said, you know what, I'm not going to get this job with the Indianapolis Colts. Tony or Dungy. Or maybe Lovey Smith said, you know what, I'm not going to get this job with the Chicago Bears. Those guys got those jobs in spite of because it was, it's been that way for such a long time that Tony, Tony Dungy, he shouldn't have left out of Tampa Bay. He was he was holding his own in Tampa Bay, and then uh, Gruden comes in and win a Super Bowl with Tony Dungy players, with his philosophy, with those so guys okay. who was right on the cusp. Okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask both of y'all a question. All right, on Friday, when the news breaking news came across that Jim Moore was fired for the Seattle Seahawks, everybody the same breaking news. Pete Carroll has been offered the job. Right. Okay. So. At that point in time, Jim Moore got fired about 12 o'clock on Friday. At 12.01, they offered Pete Carroll the job. 
It's like the uh, if, they, if they had offered Pete Carroll job before that. So what I'm saying, man, to you, you, is this, you know the business, coach. You know the business. I understand the business. But so listen what I'm saying to you is this: it's not what you know; it's who you know, right? You oh, know that. That's what I'm saying. So my question for you is this: all right, and the question that was asked is this: if you get a call from the Seattle Seahawks and you find out that they just fired Jim Moore and they're going to hire Pete Carroll, but they're calling you in just to interview you for the just to interview you, would you do it? Or do you think that's fair to you? Or oh, they're just doing it to oblige the NFL rules of the I got two rules. things. I got two things on that. Um, what True Luck was saying too. Also, now I agree with this part of it. I say, okay, I've been recognized as a head coach, whether they do it or not, uh, or whether anyone knows Seattle's intentions. Which Seattle has already played their hand. They already knew they wanted Pete Carroll. But okay, I've been interviewed for a head coaching job, so it's just a matter of time before I do get that head coaching job. How long? Well, you keep me out, and for three years in a row, I've interviewed for a head coaching job. Now it becomes suspicious. Now there's no more Rooney rule thing. Now it becomes suspicious that he's only being interviewed just so that he can apply, so those teams can abide by that rule. He's not getting a head coaching job. Three years in a row, I'm up for a head coaching job, and I never get it. So I, I, now I agree in a sense with that because Seattle has already showed their hand. There's a huge fine for all that. They don't want to pay. The, they don't want to pay. And before I came on the show. I mean, not before I came on the show, but early in the show, I said, everybody know Coach B is my boy. Now, if I got owner of a team and I'm about to hire somebody, but I got to buy by a certain rule, I'll go by those rules and just talk it. My spirit is not in it. There's no passion in it. I'm just getting by because when it's all said and done, Coach B is going to be my coach. I know he's coaching somewhere else, but I'm going to pay him to be my coach. And that brings in Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio was supposed to meet with his team out in Gainesville, out in Florida, I'm sorry, Jacksonville, Florida, um, they don't want him. But if they can find another team uh, to take that contract, which he's due $15 million this year, and a lot of teams, NFL, are in a bind because we, we don't know what that cap year is going to bring about. So yeah, I don't, yeah, don't want to hire an NFL coach right now that that's, has one year on his contract or that's up like, like Fox over in Carolina, like Jack Del Rio in Jacksonville. To a long-term deal, and I don't know what this deal. This is guaranteed money. I don't know what this cap year is going to bring as far as the coaching. But right. But does USC also? Now it's three three different questions in here. We got two minutes, but USC, and we'll get to them. Do they always have to have? Do they have to have that that celebrity coach or their program? I thought the players there. Well, they used to be in USC. You get those players. They got guys who only play for one year. It goes straight to the pros, uh, even in no less than the second round. But they have a lot of talent over there. So do you have to have that coach, that Jack Del Rio, that, that Jim Fisher, that, I mean that Jeff Fisher? Do you have to have a, a coach that's been in the National, National Football League or has been playing for a while? Or do you give somebody else a chance to take those outstanding players that you have to the next level? Well, you know, Miss, uh, well, Jack, Jack Del Rio has always said that those, those, him receiving the contract from USC yesterday, it's false, it's not true, it's and he's very happy where he's at. That's tough. He's already met with the DGM. He's supposed to meet with Mr. Weaver this week. Um, he's preparing as he's preparing like he is still the Jacksonville coach. The problem I'm saying I'm having with the whole Pete Carroll situation is is, is Pete Carroll leaving because of the NCAA sanctions that USC's um, going to get? They say he's not. He say he's not. But 
again, is you've said for the last. Let's come back. Years, let's come back wanna... on the other. Let's come back on the other side of this break, Coach. Okay. Uh, and I won't get you in true luck, and we'll close it out and move it to some Mark McGuire and some National Football. Kwame <laughs> Lasha Sports. Sometimes Rich Show. We'll be back in two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Kwame Lassen Sports Sometimes Rich Show. We have a guest. Uh, I thought he was going to come in the studio today. True luck. True luck again, man. Appreciate you calling in, man, as always. And first of all, before we get into back to this uh, football stuff and this deal real, when I want to hit that hard and close it out and move on to something other, some other things, uh, what, you, what do you have going on, True Luck, right now? Okay, okay, all right. You, you, you want to, I'm going to say what's up to everybody real fast. This is Arkell True Luck. I want everybody to stay, in, stay tuned and, and listen to uh, my my show today, uh, InsideTheTrenches.com, and go to that, and you can watch our uh, web show, and you can also listen to our show today. Uh, today we have one of Paris Lennon from the St. Louis Rams. He's going to be on today, and also we're going to have one Amon Green, Marcel Ship, and a host of others on our, on our show today. So 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 stay tuned, listen in, and uh, just go to the website and uh, and check us out. 
and we want to thank uh, Kwame and uh, Coach Coach B. But Kwame, we got to have you on uh, on the show too, and we got to have you actually on our 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 live uh, live show. So yeah, we're gonna know, get you all prepped up. That's what I was, that's what I was saying, man. You know, I, man, when you need me, I'm there. Uh, it's unfortunately, I don't know if you got something going on today. I can't do it today. I'm I got an NFL alumni meeting, but so. But okay. that's, that goes without saying, man, and that's good. You got all that going on, but check that inside the tr- uh, inside the trenches, man. Be sure to check that out because I looked at the web page. I checked out the stuff. He has some good th- he has some good things going on, man. So that I mean that's just what it is right now. I, I can see you doing. I can see you really blowing that up too. But uh, it, it looks good. It looks good to me. So, well, we got to have you on the show, though. I mean, we got we got. We, I mean, we got to have you on a live show because we got to get you all makeuped up. I don't need you know no makeup, man. But you, you, oh, keep the keep the glare off my face. Keep the glare off my face. True luck. Boy, I don't need no makeup. But yeah, I'm with that man. That goes without saying. I'm there, man. I, I definitely get on. We, we'll talk. We got numbers. We gonna talk. Uh, we're going to talk, talk, man, but we're going to have you on the show, man. I mean, oh, for sure, you're, man. You're, you're a defensive player, so you know what I mean? We got, we got this thing together now, you oh, know. Oh, without, without a doubt, without a doubt. Well, let that's me, right. All right, well, that's that, man. Let's, um, uh, shit, I'm going to put it on my uh, web page, too, man. So well, we'll talk about that, too, off the air. Uh, just right. so I'd I like to know what, you know, my boys, what they got going on. I like to keep it out in public. You know, that's why I'm on the show because Ray, I met Ray at a football game, and he was he was coming over here to do this. He you know, he just that he that guy. He that guy. Like I'm a you. I'm a help you out. I'm gonna hook you up. So you know, I come over to Voice America. He he take care of me, set me out, do a couple of things. Um, got to get those sponsors in though, baby. I gotta. Uh, you gotta go out there and get that grind. Get them sponsors in, and the show takes care of itself. So it, it's it's a great. It's a good deal over here. So I, I'm saying that. Let me go ahead and close out because we can always talk about what we doing. But this 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 football media is football nonsense. The Rooney Rule. Uh, we were talking about that on the other, other side of the break. So, Coach B, you close it out with your, your opinion on it, then let True Luck, who's also 12-year professional football guy. He, he didn't throw that in. I don't know why, but he didn't throw that in. But he's been around the game for that long. He still have a passion for it. You can tell in his voice. And, True Luck, you close it out. You finish it up, and then we'll move to something else. Go, Coach B. Well, I, you know, I, again, like I said, you know, I understand that, you know, again, by being in, by being called in for an interview – um, for a head coaching job, that stands out a lot. That lets, that lets you know, well, yeah, this this organization or this owner entrusts me with his money and his team to be the head coach. That's great. That's fine. That's dandy. But my only problem with the whole situation, and we don't know what was done behind the scenes. Like I said earlier, they might have a, they might have interviewed one and got one of the African American coaches or the minority coaches on staff already prior to um, announcing they wanted Pete Carroll. But again, my my thought process on this is is if they call me after they've fired Jim Moore and announced they want Pete Carroll to be their head coach, why am I going to go interview for the job? Right. It doesn't make sense for me to go interview because they've already got the head coach. I'm not going to change that their mindset on that. Okay. They want Pete Carroll now. They, and Pete Carroll is, and look at Pete Carroll's situation. Now, of course, if Pete Carroll's situation was a little bit different than what it was for the last say 24 months. Mm-hmm. Um, with all the NCAA sanctions that might be handled down on USC, all the trouble he's got in between um, Reggie Bush, Joe McKnight, and these other players, right. then, of course, I'm going to go interview for the job because I know that if Pete might say no because you know he's in one of the Pac-10 you know, for nine straight years to the seven straight years. He hasn't won the Pac-10 in, in two years. Mm-hmm. You know, he hasn't, and he's lost big games and been in a big-time bowl, in a BCS bowl game in two years. 
So he win this year, so it's best to go ahead and get out while you're getting hey. good. You want to be back. He's been in the league, uh, I think it was 94 with the Jets, and then uh, 97, 99 was another team. Uh, maybe three years as an NFL right. coach, but he didn't have that type of – he didn't have that power of uh, – well, I would say power of attorney. He didn't have that management uh, where he can go get the players he want. He had a 500-year season. He was 500 in his career in the National Football League. Okay, but he didn't have the he didn't have the power to go get a let's say a true lux out there. He can say I want to get <laughs> he he can say I want to go get him, but he wasn't the GM. He was just the coach. And when the coach, if you're a first time coach, then that's a good job for you. But a lot of coaches these days, man, like um, coaches like Mike Holmgren, they have to be the coach and the GM. Like a buddy Ryan who was doing that, where you can go get their players. You give me the credit card. Don't tell me what I can and can't spend with it. You right. have to go get the players you want that fits your philosophy that you feel like you got a great chance of winning. Right. True luck. Oh. Finish. Go ahead. Well, no, I, I hear you, Coach B. But we go. Let's get on to this other stuff. But true luck. You got anything to say uh, as far as that's concerned before we move on? Okay. Uh, what, what, what I want to say with it is is don't speak what you don't want. You know. So if you want the job. Speak about the job, you know, because speak only what your heart desires. Because when we were when we were kids and we were coming up, you know, people would say that there's over like a hundred thousand kids trying to be in the NFL, right? And that's only thirty six hundred of us can actually make it a year. <clears throat> so if you would have believed what someone else told you, then you wouldn't try for the NFL job. Because no. it's one of the longest job interviews in in America. Because you got six months to try to make a team. So you got a hundred hundreds of people telling you you can't make it, will you make it? Are you sure you can do it? You can't do it. You didn't go to a big school. You went to a big school, but you weren't that good in a big school. So my point I'm trying to make here is that when Pete Carroll got the job or when Jim Moore was getting fired because Seattle Seahawks was already in having a bad season. As soon as they went like two, as soon as they went like two and seven, I would have been on the phone calling the Seattle Seahawks over and over and again, calling them every single day. They'd be like, "Didn't we tell you that you know we're not going to fire him?" Like I just wanted to see if he was thinking about firing today. Well, and you can every you, single day. If you was Pete Carroll, if you was Pete Carroll, you would have been doing that. You would have violated your now, contract. Now, wh- whether he was doing that or not, that's not your concern because you, you, if you concern yourself with that, then all of a sudden you're, you're, you're putting doubt in your mind, put doubt in your own mind. You know what I mean? You know you have, you have a vision, you have a goal, and the only way to go to that vision is that you have to go at it. Right, because you so have to go So it doesn't matter how many people tell you no, you're looking at that as a yes. Right, and I, I tell you this: you talk about the longest process, the longest interview process. Most times, that's for guys who didn't get drafted, who's going in as a free agency. Because yes. I tell you, I give you a great, great analogy that I use all the time. A first rounder guy has to prove over and over and over and over and over that he cannot play football. And I'm talking about football, first rounder, anything. A free agent has to prove over and over and over and over. That he can play. And I take that back. And I wouldn't say over and over. A free agency only gets one chance to prove he can play. A first-rounder guy, I've watched guys go in the first round that cannot play football. 
they cannot play a structured football game or understand the game or their IQ, their football IQ is just nowhere where it should be on a professional level. But they got, being in the first round, they have plenty of opportunities to prove to somebody they can't play. If I draft this guy in the first round and I don't like him, somebody else was thinking about drafting the first round and think, well, he can fit in that system, he'll fit in my system. So you got to prove it is a long process. It is a long interview process. And, That's uh, what I'm saying. Do you stop though? You you won't stop. No, no. no. The fact that you know you undrafted. You, you don't stop because you if you got a passion for the game, the whole thing. You got a passion for the game, and then if somebody telling you you can't do it, that puts that much drive in you to do it. Whether you want to do it or not, it's also almost like I'll show you, and you go out there and get it done. But, That's the same thing like a coach. I mean, the same thing like a coach. They can say, oh, you can't get this job in Seattle. Oh, yes, I can, and watch me. Yeah, oh, no, we're definitely we, – we, we haven't even added into the fact – we're talking about the Rooney Rule. We're talking about Morrow getting fired, Jim and um, uh, Pete Carroll having a job exactly a minute later, like Coach B was saying. At the same time, we didn't even add in one of the most important factors that that's not even on a contract, and that's the good old boy system. If I got fired today and you guys knew me or one of you guys got fired today and I, and I know y'all like that, I'm going to hire you. I'm going to put you on the staff. I'm going to get you back in the game somehow. Already. I'm going to get you back in the game. That's the good old boy system. It has nothing to do with the Rooney Rule. It's just unlaw, unwritten rule what they have. It's just the good old boy system. Now, I would do the same thing, but I wouldn't make it so obvious. I'm going to get yes. my boys. If he can't coach, he got fired twice, two years in a row from uh, offensive coordinator. What I'm going to do is put him on my staff and work him back in. I'm not going to make him an offensive coordinator. Maybe I'll make him a running backs coach. Maybe And then I'll work him back up. My running backs are doing well. I put him on somewhere where offensively my strengths are. I put him at my running back position. Okay, he's taking our running game to this level now. We was already good. But what people see and what you want him to see is what you show him. Okay, now next year he's an offensive line coach. He got our running game going. Now he can be an offensive coordinator again. Now it's time to put him back as a job as an office coordinator. That's the good old boy system. You keep doing that. Man, I'm going to finish up. We got a minute left to the break. But what I want to bring up right now is, uh, and probably close off the segment with this, is uh, how important is the Hall of Fame in Major League Baseball, or not in any sport, but I want to specifically talk about baseball, where Mark McGuire, 10 years later, come back. I want to get you guys' opinion on this on the other end of the break. But he comes back in the midst of using steroids. And, and, <laughs> and the things that do it, how is this, how important is the Hall of Fame? How important is breaking all these records on steroids? Now, we can play Catch-22. There's a whole lot of things we can talk about. But I want to know, does he get in the Hall of Fame after doing all that? Um, at the line of Congress, I, I got a lawyer friend. I thought she may be able to call in, but she can't call in. We're going to call lied, back. He never lied to Congress. He didn't lie to Congress. Yes, he did. No, he lied by not no. lying. He, he didn't lie to Congress. He told Congress, I will not talk about the past. He lied. Okay. Well, we're going to get into that, too, because I like to argue about that. We need Kwame Lassa Sports, sometimes rich show. We got True Luck on the show as well. We'll come back in two minutes. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports 
Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, Grand Am, or even Lambo racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, the host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster around the world to work each week to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing, while also never forgetting the local weekend warriors. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Channel. Be there or get a DNF. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports Coach B don't like this segment. This is the segment where my sexy voice coming to play. But welcome back to Kwamalasa Sports Sometime Rich Show. We got true luck on the air. I want to talk about this Major League Baseball Mark McGuire situation, but I want to be real quick. I want to hit it, quit it, spit it, get rid of it. And then I want to talk some Major League, uh, some NFL playoffs, man. Real quick, Mark McGuire cried. Some say he don't lie to Congress. I think uh, Rich was one of them. He said, I don't want to talk about the past. If his past was, if his past was so beat up, well, he cheated and lied. Then he lied to Congress. He knew he. They asked him that he did do steroids. They asked him was he on anything, androstein, whatever it was. He was illegally using an enhancement that nobody else could use. Well, they could have used it, but they would have been penalized as such. He also responsible with Sammy Sosa to bring in baseball back to it was. Baseball was on strike for a while, so bringing them people back in the stands. I think he. Li- I know he lied to Congress by saying, I didn't. I don't want to bring about my past. They was asking him specifically about his past because he didn't want to bring it up. Doesn't mean it shouldn't be brought up. Coach B, give me your opinion on that, man. Well, my my opinion is this. Okay, he went in front of Congress and didn't say anything about what he did. He was talking about steroids in the game of baseball. That, now, and he was on at the time, right? Finish. Now, what I don't agree with what Mark McGuire did is I don't believe he. I don't agree with him taking the steroids passing Roger Maris' record. Personally, this is my thought process on this, and I'm done. Any record that was standing prior to 1998 should still be standing. I don't care about Barry Bonds. I don't care about Sammy Sosa. I don't care about Mark McGuire. This is the steroid era. Those records should be... Mark, Roger Maris' number one record should not be broken until someone breaks it legally. 
number one. And number two is Roger Maris broke his 60 home runs in less games. So, of course, these guys can break these home runs, his record. So, again, Mark, Roger Maris' record should still be standing to this day right now. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and Barry Bonds should be erased from the record books because, in fact,ly One of y'all got a lot of noise in the background. Huh? One of y'all got some music in the background, not music. I'm talking. But it's, 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 I'm done with the, I'm done with the, uh, the Bob McGuire deal. I don't think he lied to Congress because he never stated to Congress that he didn't do steroids. I just think that he needs to be. You know, okay. He, he said what he needed to say to get back in baseball to make his transition to a batting coach with the St. Louis Cardinals a better transition for him and the St. Louis Cardinals and his family. So uh, once again, getting back into the lead as a betting coach, good old boy system, he lied to Congress in the sense that he was on this thing. He told Congress he didn't want to talk about the drugs that he was on, knowing that you can't use that stuff. Now, he cost a lot of guys, maybe possibly some careers, uh, changing or uh, team decisions. Well, he knocking them out the park, knocking them out the park. These uh, owners thinking these guys can't pitch. They could pitch. But his, his, his eyesight was enhanced by using his steroids. His speed and quickness, his power was enhanced. You talk about 162 games of his body being beat up. Okay, what about that guy who doesn't use steroids? His body's beat up too. How do you, how do you, how do you define the two and, and justify him being, being able to um, use steroids? He, bring, he, he did do a lot of things. He brought baseball back to his prominence where their fans were in his seat. So does Sam and Sosa. I, I don't I don't care about their records, but now that he can't get in the Hall of Fame, now he want to come out ten years later, and everybody cried. And Ray and I were talking about this off the air. And everybody cried when Tiger Woods was silenced for um, uh, fifteen days, twenty days, and he went to bring about. He did some off the field stuff. He didn't he didn't mess up the game. He messed up his life, his family. He didn't mess up the game of golf. They can, he can still go out there and do that. True luck. I'm gonna get your opinion on this real quick, and let's try to pick, get our picks for the uh, this week's NFL game. True luck. With, yeah. Go ahead, Mark McGuire. Yeah, with, with, with Mark with Mark McGuire, like like I like I want people to understand is that if I was him, I just I'd left alone. You know, left leave it alone because a good name is to be chosen over great wealth. Now you had a good name. Now right now your name is mud, so they're just going to drag your name through the mud even more, and in hopes for you to get into the Hall of Fame. People already know what you've done at, athletically as a player, so. Stay with that, and and then other than that, you know, just you you got to leave it alone because now, why why would why would we put you in the Hall of Fame now? Pete Rose tried to do that, and now Pete, Pete Rose, Rose is not in the Hall of Fame. No, Pete Rose is not even in the Hall of Fame. So, you know what? You know, you you let it go. People know what you've done on the field. You don't need any more acknowledgement from anyone else because you know what you've done. You know what you've accomplished now. Obviously, from the other side of it, you you got to let it go. I mean, you got to say, you know what, I, I've done it. You know, pray to God that I've been forgiven and, and, and let it go. Yeah, Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame, um, in my opinion. I don't think, uh, damn, we got four. Okay, we, we good. We got four minutes until close. Um, we need more time on this, man. I, I, I want to be able to talk about this um, some more, but I also want to get into some football. Congratulations to Darren Wilson. Uh, defensive lead um, MVP, I think it was Charles Woodson. I mean, I'm sorry, Charles Woodson. I said Darren Woodson because he's from Virginia. You know how we do. I keep it Virginia in my back of my mind. Uh, Charles Woodson, congratulations! He had an outstanding season, man. Unfortunately, how it came down with the Cardinals game and Green Bay, exciting game, a cardiac game came down to the wire. 
came down to defense and made a play, who at the time was given a bunch of plays. Inconsistent refereeing. Refereeing. That's what I call it. What I think, what I, what I need is a true definition on horse calling. I thought if you grab the guy's back of his uh, jersey or or shoulder pads and put him down right away, that's horse calling. But if you holding on, uh, holding on to him, he still has a chance where he can fall himself. But he's not he's not that susceptible to getting hurt. So well, leading with the helmet, leading with the helmet. Those two calls. Yeah, well, I seen I seen uh, Barry lead with the helmets on the uh, and they didn't call it hands to the face. They didn't call it a play could be called on any time. So um, and unfortunately, they missed them in the playoff game. You put your best referees out there during the playoff games, yes. and then you miss plays like that. And that's what the instant replay is for. And sometimes you can and you cannot use it, which is unfortunate. But give well, I just think the Packers, they, they had an opportunity to win that game on the first play in overtime. And, oh, and my, yeah, he game. overthrew that, man. That was that yeah. was crazy. Uh, well, I think, it's, again, like we teach the receivers, when you get behind them, you want to go up the field, not across the field. And he was going across the field, sort of up the field. That's the reason why they didn't connect that ball. Yeah, that was kind of... That was kind of like a catch-22 because uh, he was running away from that guy. If he were up the field, that guy would stay up the field with him. If he run away from him, quarterback. But you know what? There's still, I don't know what their connection was, uh, quarterback and receiver, or what he was throwing. But I do want to get you guys picked. See, we, man, we got like two minutes, man. I wanna, We need more time on this, especially on subjects like this. I'm getting the email two minutes to close. We talk about Woods. He talk about McNabb. But, you know, let me get you guys picked on oh. who's going to win this week. Thanks. Ravens. Saints and the Ravens. Cowboys. And it's up in the air for the last game. Which is? Minnesota. Not Minnesota. Uh, the other AFC game. I like my Ravens over the Colts. I like the Cowboys over the Vikings. And something about the Jets. I, I like the Jets. I go with the Jets. Okay. It's true lucky. What you got? All right. <clears throat> I got the... The Cardinals over the Saints. I'm with you on that, so I'm, I'll go with you. And then. The Cowboys over the Vikings. I'm, I'm not with you. I got the Vikings over the Cowboys. Go. I got the Chargers dismantling the Jets. <laughs> I'm with you on that one, too. Okay, now Colts and the Ravens. And the Colts and the Ravens, that's going to be a toss-up because right now the, the Ravens, they look pretty good. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Colts. Close in a tight one. All right. Well, I'm with you as far. I'm with you with the Cardinals and the Saints because the Cardinals, the Saints don't have a running run defense unless they worked on in the past three weeks. Saints been off for three weeks as far as their starters are concerned. They 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 set them in the Buffalo game. They set them a week. But they have an offensive defense with they, one of the best top defenses in turnovers this year. Yeah, but you and know you what? Got fumbleitis on the Cardinals, so we'll talk about that after next week. That's true. True, but uh, they got to stop the run and um, Baltimore and the Colts. Is that I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Baltimore. I mean uh, Indianapolis. I'm sorry, <laughs> Baltimore and Colts. I'm gonna go with Indianapolis and Ravens. Anyway. Huh? We don't want you anyway. I know. Shut up. Uh, Vikings and Cowboys. I got the Vikings. I got the Chargers and Qualcomm against the Jets. All right, man. Look, I, I appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate. You. I, do, I truly do. It makes for a great show, as always, Coach B. You know how we do. True luck. You know you welcome any time, man. I get I get in between the trenches. I get in between the uh, trenches for sure. Okay. Hey, appreciate you calling in, man. Kwame Lots of the sports and sometimes rich show uh, special guest, our cow True Luck. Um, check out his webpage inside the trenches. Um, we'll be back next week, man. We got a lot to talk about as always. We want to definitely talk about this playoff game, uh, football wise. 
And I think we're going to get back on that Mark McGuire, and I want to compare the two what he and Tiger was on uh, how you change the game. Find your role model and stick to him. Win, lose, or draw. Holler back. Ooh, ooh. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.